Hi, welcome to Angie B. Sin. <laughs> I really said that wrong, but because my podcast is fully me, I enjoy my mistakes. <laughs> and I embrace them, so I'm not even going to edit that out. But I am Angie B. Sin, and you are listening to Angie B.S. Podcast, because this is all of my beautiful stuff. All my boo crap, all of my perspectives, all me. It's going to be people that I'm going to interview coming up very soon. However, right now, this is all me. It's all my stuff, things that happen in my world, conversations and awarenesses that come from it. So, right now, I did not plan out how this episode will go. So, you will join me in. Not a lecture, but a moment in time. So, for starters, I did start <laughs> this recording with the blinker sound on. It was flashers. I'm at work currently multitasking because I just listened to the last episode that I have up, which is pay more attention. And boy, oh boy, do I remember the moment of that individual that did not send me the picture of my damn paperwork that I had wrote down, like milking your ideas, which I need to be more careful with. But nonetheless, people be trying to control you out here. And it's like the older I get daily, I see how jacked up the world is. And I see the reasons as to why it is how it is. But I don't know the solutions to like bring awareness to like let so many people at once know like we can be much more we can be better we got it like we are the world and like I really understand why Michael Jackson made that song like we are the world we are the children we can make it a better place because it's like he really tried and even Michael Jackson a song that's known globally still maybe because he's gone I don't know but like the impact in the world is still jacked up we have women on women crime and the crime that I'm talking about is not oh you need to be locked your ass up it's more so like what's your problem lady because it's it's black women older or middle-aged black women to young teenage early 20s women that are black with attitudes that are out of this world like I don't know their story of life and why that they they feel the way that they feel and represent those feelings in such ways but it's just like how people answer you how they talk to you how they look at you before they even speak to you, they uh, another black woman will size me or one of my friends up in such a way. It's just like as if I was, I sped on her car or like stole her man or something. It's so crazy. And then it's like I work a job that deals with thousands of people on a daily basis, daily basis. So when I get the awareness, like, I love this job because of the way I look at life and the world and how it works. But 
the awareness I get from so many different people, whether it's a racist, um, a lady, like for instance, a lady can get out of the car and not speak to you at all, won't address you, won't acknowledge you, nothing. Your white coworker walks past or up, she instantly starts starting a conversation. Mind you, you spoke to her first. And or, let's say, she or he, because it's both of them, they, they literally will be like, they will literally answer all of your questions very short. And then a Caucasian coworker come up, up, they having a full-blown conversation, attitude completely melted away, energy vibrating at a, a level that you vibe with. Why is that? Like, why is that? Because the shade of my skin? Because I'm a colorful makeup-wearing lady? Like, it's like, in so many ways, it's hard to continue to get, like, drained in that way. But in so many ways, it's like I make a difference because I'm showing you a young black woman that does not have an attitude, that is well-spoken, that is beautiful and multi-talented. Not only is she killing it in her makeup, but guess what? She's killing it in the words and the way she's spreading positivity. And guess what? If you if you missed out and you found out and you you, you had the wrong energy, I don't waste my energy right there. Oh, no, I'll go to the next customer behind you and hit them with the best energy you ever heard, and you'd be sitting there thinking why you ain't get it. But guess what? I don't got to, it's like, in so many ways, I don't got to put the world on my shoulders and be like, I'm the example. No, I'm human, and some bullshit just ain't for me, baby, because if you hit me with the wrong energy and I'm already pushing out great energy and I tried to give you good energy, baby, that'll be the last words you have of me. You won't. I won't waste my energy with you. And I would deem that you don't you don't need it. Whatever image you have, whatever thought you have of me, you keep it. It's like in some ways I'm conflicted. I want to change people's narrative of, of a lot of things and other people. And then in some ways I want them to have it because them boxing themselves in while trying to box others in will keep them seeing the things that, that approves of their message when their message is really wrong in in, in the beginning anyway. And that was a lot. Like five minutes of it, but it, it it's so many other more things. Like not just white people, but like I don't know what's up with this. It's not even a new generation because I see older parents doing it. But watch your damn kids. Hold your kids by you. Anything can happen. If I walk in work in a parking garage, why is your child running around? Like granted, yes, they are children. However. The way you raise your children reflects you. And not only you, it has to do with their safety. Anything can happen in life in one second. Whether you sneeze and you're driving, you hit something. Whether you, you stub your toe and you were looking where you were going. Like, major differences take place in just a moment's time. And to know that, it's like to be aware that something has happened to you before. And if it had not, even still, 
if it had not even still even still you could you could raise someone much more than what you were raised as what you decided to become I was so focused in this uh podcast and the words I was saying I didn't even get to speed like I wanted to <laughs> I'm driving an Audi truck and man I just wanted to like rev it up see what it was about but I didn't get to and maybe it was necessary Knowing that politics are really important. And it's like, you understand why growing up, people be like, you can't talk to politics about everyone. Because as you get older, you see how opinionated everyone is. But everyone has different opinions on the same situation. Which is so odd to me because when you're in school, they try to form or raise you or train you to think that there's one answer for multiple, there's one answer for the same problem. There's one answer that you're supposed to care about or think about. There's one answer, there's only one answer. If you don't get this, you're wrong. And then you you grow up in life and realize there's way more than one answer. Not only way more, but uh, <laughs> the answers is out here. Some of them, their their answers formed as an opinion. Some of them are opinions formed as answers. Some of them are facts some of them are not facts some of them have not been research checked some of them do not count the same some of them some of them aren't asked to be answered same issue same problem some people don't think like you do some people haven't had experiences like you have And because they have not, the awareness that you have could be much, much more of the, like, right answer. I don't Hello there, what's up? You know what? I'm sorry. I definitely, I forgot. I was lost in my thoughts. I was recording a podcast. How many more you got coming with you? I think it's like three more. Move the highlight of your day. There you go. That's the key. That's the start of every day. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I was talking about. So when you asked the first question, you meant like damage situation? I meant just far as the this specific car. Yeah, sure. Um, but cars, I don't have that answer. As in shops, that was my answer. So like four, okay, yeah. 
All right. For sure. I got something. In a Jeep, and away we go. So. He said that goes outside. I definitely, I was lost in the south with y'all. And I'm keeping this in there too. That shit. You know it's real. Anyways. And the mamas with men. Back to it. So, it's so weird to me. We were raised to really think that you ask one question and it's like, it's like you just get a few options, but it's still only one answer. And it's sort of like a scantron, if you really think about it, like, fill in the bubble. But whole time, some shit doesn't have a bubble. Some shit isn't even on the paper. Some shit is not in the option. However, it really be the answer. And even if it's not the answer for you, it can literally be the answer for someone else. So it's like, well, that's kind of crazy. Because have imagine a world where we were conditioned from you to know that it was multiple answers it was multiple answers that were not even in the list of answers and they could still be valid even if they were different from what we had on our paper they were still valid and that's not like i'm realizing like people people go for like the common fact and like oh there's always a general truth and it's like general truth like, there's so many things that don't fall under the general. Like, especially when you're asking a question, I can ask a hundred people, how was their day? And they can give me a hundred different answers. Now, does that have a general truth? No. It's just what they're saying is a fact. And even if they're lying, that's still their answer. So technically, that's still a fact. Like that's how they're 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 categorizing their day as this, even if it was a great day. In their mind, they could have had the best day, won the lottery and everything. But in their mind they can be like, Man, it sucked. I didn't win as much as I wanted to win. Or like it could have been so some slight variations that made the impact so much less or so much greater. But no one even like thinks about that or talks about that. And then the people that do are deemed crazy. So then it's like, when you really get older and start to pay attention to other people, how they how they process situations, how they let situations impact them, you realize being crazy is not that bad. Because, baby, when somebody tells me I'm crazy, I embrace that shit. And I do shit and say stuff that makes people tell me I'm crazy. And I know it. I am valuably different. And it's a reason why I'm different. God made me the way I am. And the more I take time to sync up and chime in with myself, oh, baby, God made no mistakes. Now, I may make mistakes because I am the human. And I may make mistakes. And then because he made me so beautifully, I now see my mistakes. I then get to value those changes that I can make because I realize how in control I am of not just my my world but the impacts I have on other people's world. Now say 
we take this same awareness that I've gained and experienced and giving it to someone that is youth in the streets. What's going to happen when people who are out with weapons, people who are out robbing, people who are out committing crimes, people who are out homeless, people who are out hating, people who are out, like, when people who are out realize the beauty that is within, not just themselves, but in other people, they would then essentially value life differently. But because of the way the society and the working world has us so conditioned to be numb to so much, to, to not even slow down for ourselves, to not focus on the beautiful things we could do alone and together. Like, people don't even know. And even those that know feel like they can't because they don't realize they can. And, and it's like, perfect example, I was trying to date someone, or I'm not really going to call it that, but for the sake of it, it was someone I wanted to date. I said I was going to make something. I was going to cook some food. Now, I said that. I meant it with all intentions. Life went on. I did not make what I said I was going to make. Meanwhile, the thing that I said I was going to make, I never made before. And I'm saying it as in cooking because I did say food. However, it took me months and months at a time. Come on now, because what are you doing? It took me months and months at a time. To be reminded, laughed about, joked on, that I said I was going to make this food, even though I didn't make it. Just to make it. In about two hours, it took me to make it. Made it. And when I tell you, it was some of the best version of that that I've ever had. And I made it. And I used no recipe. I asked people for about a month, different people, whether I knew them or not, strangers or not. I asked them, how do you make this? They would tell me their, uh, they would tell me their ways. They would tell me their ingredients. They would tell me, no one walked me through the process of how they actually did it. But they would tell me their ingredients and they would tell me, they would tell me, um, like the timing it takes to make it for them. I don't know. Everyone told me it takes like 30 minutes, 40 minutes to make it. I told you it took me two hours. Now, I don't know. When I, when I, I never asked just how do they make it. I, well, I guess I asked a plain version of what I made, but I never really asked what all the different things that I put in there. I had I had to make the chicken. I had to season the chicken. I had to make the shrimp. I had to I had to make the broccoli. I had to cut the broccoli. I had to 
make the sauce. I had to make a second batch just because the first batch was so good. I had to make some more sauce. And now, if you wonder, I'm making Alfredo. The beauty in me making this Alfredo wasn't just, I now know I can make some fire bomb shrimp broccoli chicken Alfredo. But, I don't got to spend that much at restaurants. Also, it's Emmy because I did not use no recipe. I winged it. I threw ingredients in there that ain't nobody ever mentioned. I, 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 I put it together in my own way. I didn't do it like, oh, let me do this first. No, I was winging it. When I say I was up in there wanging it, I was wanging it. And it was so dang on good. The person I made it for came over. They ate it. And when I tell y'all, they asked for some more. And see, that's the thing. When somebody asks you for more, I said, you want a little or a lot. I came back. They, they, they said they wanted a lot. And I came back with a lot. Because I don't know how to measure a lot as a little. So, uh... As I did that, it was on and popping. It really was. Not only was it on and popping, but it was fire. It was truly fire. And the beauty in that fireization was the fact. But I did that shit. And it was in me. And I didn't have to question. Oh, I didn't have to panic. And I didn't even have to, I didn't have to take as long as I did to make it because, baby, I'm going to make that shit again. Let me go and get some more of them ingredients because when I tell y'all, it was so damn good. First of all, I made so much, I made two boxes of noodles. Now, if you know, that's not nice amount of noodles. And then, the amount of ingredients I put up in there. I made a whole pot full. I don't know how many quarts that is, but it was a decent-sized pot. And after we ate just in day one, I took some to lunch today. And I, I also brought what I couldn't eat last night. Brought that as breakfast, and I lined it up with some garlic bread, baby. Let me tell you, when I understood what needs to be understood, I ain't tripping. But I am aware that I don't got to wait as long to do things that I want to do. I hold myself up because when I when I realized that I could do it and kill it even more than I thought I could, even without having instructions, even without, even with being able to, one, have people around me where I can ask for guidance, but also even still not need to use it, that's a beautiful thing. Not everyone has that, but then also the blessing that I really got to feel was the fact that I waited for so long just to snap and kill it the way I did. And it's just like, I, I have paintings that mentally I feel take me so long to make, to even want to create it. And it's like, I might as well just do the shit. Like, Nike said it first because it's really about just doing it. I want people to love more. I have to just do it. I have to be the example. Even though it's his own pressure that comes with it. But it's a lot of things I'm self-taught in because I just did it. I just wanted to do something different, and I did. And even if I'm not perfect in it, I am doing something that I taught myself to do my own way. And it's more valuable than someone teaching me to do another way. Even though, I'm not going to say that, actually, I retract that statement. 
is more valuable because I'm taught by myself. However, learning another way, I'm able to do it and I can grow more and be more. And I'm open for that. However, I'm open for being exactly how I am, making this story what I'm making it because it's mine to make anyway. And I'm doing that shit. And I'm ending it. That's this episode right now.